0: Hello, this is Chris. And this is Andrew, and welcome back to Video Games Cover to Cover. Here we are on... Chapter 70 of the, well, chapter 70 of the series overall, and as always, some number for the regular, <laughs> uh, dang it.
1: I think it's 15. How do you I, never remember this? I don't know. I used to remember it all the time,
0: and now suddenly I never can. What, why don't you just look at, at our at our, you at know, the, our sad, drive the The, the sad start. thing is I totally have done that, and then I still blank.
1: So it, it basically, you're like at an interview with me and I'm asking you, hey, man, what episode is it? And then you're like,
0: uh, yes, seven. Yeah, that is exactly correct. Uh, I'm looking. Well,
1: I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it actually is 15. Last week, we ended with the finale of Silvando's little extra storyline in the Switch content.
0: Right. And so, I guess, heads up to everybody, this episode is likely going to take us through the rest of the extra Switch content in the beginning of Act 2. So, you can feel free to skip it, or, you know, if you want to know about- Whoa,
1: whoa, 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 Feel free to skip it. This is part of the experience. They want to, first of all, this is an advertisement
0: for the Switch version. I was about to say, or, you know, you could want to know more about that content that you're missing, which- Generally, I thought was pretty solid, so i don't certainly don't regret having to play it well, not after what what I have to say because i,
1: I got to be honest, I'm pretty disappointed with the majority of everything that wasn't Silvando, and the biggest reason for that is everyone else's content was n- not even half as
0: long as silvando's was I would agree his definitely seemed the longest although i I wouldn't say it was that much of a difference, but maybe we just had, I don't know, because I didn't think Sylvando's was nearly as long as you thought it was.
1: And maybe I'm wrong, but by the end of Sylvando's, there was just so much land and stuff that you were covering in it. By the end of his, I just wanted to be done. By the end of each one of theirs, I was like, this seems like a good stopping point. Because, like, Eric, yeah, for I example, I, is I, I mean, one I, small
0: dungeon. I was going to say, like, the others are pretty much all just, like, a small area where Silvando does a lot of walking around, but not a lot happens during that walking around, I guess.
1: I don't know. You have to save, like, six or seven different people, and each one of those people, you have to go searching for other people, and then you have the circus and everything. I don't know. It just felt... Maybe I mean, I because I, uh, of the distance, it felt longer to me, but it did feel like significantly
0: longer. I than the I, I don't disagree that it felt longer, but I, don't, I guess I just don't think it was that much longer other than maybe jades that we're getting into, because that one definitely felt distinctly short to me. Jades felt incredibly short. But the others, I thought, didn't seem that much shorter than Solando's.
1: So I'll agree with you on on probably Eric, but Rab's also felt incredibly short to me. And, and spoiler alert, S-
0: Serena and Veronica just don't get one at all. Yeah, I'm I'm really curious about that decision because they're the only ones who didn't get one. And It would have been easy to just have them be together or something and include both of them. And I'm curious why they just blew past that.
1: Or they could have had one of them searching for the other. Yeah. And they could have had like a situation where both of them are searching and you kind of switch back and forth. And it could have been about as long as Silvando's and I feel like it could have worked. You know, both of them are equally converging on the same point, and I just I don't understand. The thing is, I don't know what the original story is like, so maybe there's a
0: reason for
1: why. Yeah, I mean, maybe we'll, we'll get to
0: that at some point. But it definitely was a noticeable um, absence. I don't I don't disagree with that at all.
1: Yeah. So so I guess getting right into Jade's when we meet up with Jade, she is about to enter Octagonia, which, for right. those
0: that don't remember, is that fighting town. And she gets warned off that by somebody that she shouldn't go in, but, you know, she's a hero. She's not going to just stop.
1: Well, He's specifically like, it's overrun by monsters. There's no point going in there. And she kind of looks back at him and she's like, this is what I do, bro. I go around <laughs> saving people after all this. And he's like, Whoa. I have to imagine he has that, like, shocked face of,
0: whoa, there's no way that could be right. Could it?
1: (laughs) So we get inside and sure enough, yeah, it's completely overrun with monsters.
0: And the monsters are like, they're not actively fighting people or whatever, uh, other than one person who seemed to have started a fight with them. But in general, they're just bossing all the humans around.
1: I kind of feel like that person was asking for a reasonable request. I don't, you're making it kind of seem like the monsters are in the right here.
0: I, I, that's not what I'm trying to, to to get at. It was just more that, like, it, I guess what I'm saying is they weren't just randomly fighting people. The only person they were fighting was the person who, you know, actively, like, sought them out for something. And I don't disagree that, you know, the monsters, I mean, they're monsters, they're monsters. In general, they're not going to be the heroes of anything.
1: Well, it is also worth mentioning that, you know, this town was full of people before. So they may not be randomly fighting people
0: now, but that's because they've already won. Um, yeah, definitely. And they they seem to be winning everywhere is kind of the theme of all of these sections.
1: Well, yeah, because the Lord of Shadows has cast his darkness I was gonna say dark light, but that wouldn't have made sense.
0: <laughs> and
1: darkness like- over the whole of everything, and everything's mega
0: dark and super dark. Lord of Shadows, dark times. I, I will say for from what I'm used to for Dragon Quest, this was surprisingly depressing. Like it wasn't when we say dark, like I, I, it's not you know like a grim dark or whatever. Because we were definitely talking recently about you know our our general distaste with. Grimdark dark as a concept and how it's been overused and I just want to be clear that like even though we're talking about darkness or whatever I don't think it's over the top the way a lot of things in modern media have been
1: yeah I, I agree with that until you actually get inside of Octagonia and you find out what's where all the people are
0: I mean it's bad but like yeah but, but even then like that's not there's definitely a, many other things I could think they could have been doing that could have been a lot worse than what they were actually doing
1: but torturing people every single day. I, I that how much worse could it have gotten?
0: Just straight up murder. I mean, but it it was basically just making them fight until they get beat up over and over. Like I mean, in North mythology that was heaven. That was what rag, what Valhalla was. You go out and fight every day just because these people didn't like it. I'd be mean, like, it's what I'm getting at is okay. what? <laughs> these people clearly didn't like it. I I just said that, but what I was getting at is like that's not nearly as dark as some other things that could have happened
1: just because a small subset of a a fighting like civilization who, who just went around just absolutely laying waste to everybody their version of heaven is fighting for eternity that doesn't at all make that a good thing i, I
0: didn't say it was a good thing i just said it's not nearly as bad as some of the other things it could have been and it, when i think of grimdark i think of things that are generally a lot worse than this Because I guess I just wouldn't consider that torture in the sense that, like, what you were getting at. But, I mean, I get get where you're coming from. But we're getting ahead of ourselves, though. So maybe let's not talk about that in a few minutes when we get there.
1: Okay. I mean, yeah, you're right. That's fair. When we get there, we kind of find out that the big bad in charge of this town is a guy named Booga. Yeah. And Booga uh, is, is... Taking has taken over this town and essentially wants to, you know, this is his offering or whatever to the dark one. And he's taking this town and getting stronger or whatnot. And there really isn't a whole lot going on here. He's basically just treating all the humans as um, unpaid workers and forcing (laughs) them to kind of do.
0: That was um, a a lovely euphemism there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And, and, and kind of just forcing them to do, you know, clean up the area and that kind of stuff. Well, and, uh,
0: and I think the most important thing, at least like not that any of it's really talked about a whole lot, but the thing that's potentially the most in- relevant for going forward is it looks like he's setting up a casino.
1: Yes, that's right. Which is awesome because this is the casino I'm talking about. When you beat Booga, you get access to like the greatest casino in the history of casinos. So a much
0: better casino than the one we had in the original town. So, g- good on
1: you, Booga. I mean,
0: what well, wait. <laughs> bad Booga. You do, you do not, under no circumstances, you do not have to hand it to him. Uh, bad, bad Booga. Bad Booga. Bad.
1: No, you've. you've that's a naughty boy. You bad, bad guy. But but when you're setting up for a mega casino later, it's kind of like you know on some level. It's kind of cool that you dropped off all of this stuff for people to then just build a mega casino. So, you know, bad, bad but this one thing is kind of nice. This one thing. That's it. So, yeah, it, once you get there, your your first objective is to go encounter Booga and, and to basically free all these people. Uh, so Jade has taken upon herself to kind of free, free everybody in here and. Booga, the first thing he does, like an absolute unbelievable lech, just like that old guy from before. And honestly, it's a recurring thing with Jade as a character that I'm really not happy about. I, here's the thing. I, I'm not gonna go into it again because I've already droned on it a lot a lot with the old guy. Let's just say I'm not happy.
0: Yeah at I, all. This is something that happens so often in I, I feel like in particular, in like Japanese games and stuff, although I know it still happens some, and maybe it's just because I play more Japanese games overall, probably, but there's always that one character, and it's always so annoying. Well, and, and it's not even
1: just that, because that's, we know that that exists, and while that is, while I don't agree with it at all, and it also is very annoying, what is even more annoying to me in this case is the fact that it's Jade, because she is presented as this ultimate awesome character who like doesn't take any any gruff from anybody and they just constantly sexualize her over and over and over and over and it's like really
0: really okay and and it's pretty clear that she has no interest in it and i feel like they think that maybe that's making it better but it honestly just kind of makes it more annoying
1: yes and that's why like on, on some level in most, in, in some games, I just kind of can ignore it. And it's like, okay, that's just the, the character they've chosen to do that to through the entire series. But in this case, it's like even more annoying because of the way that they presented her throughout
0: the rest of the series. Yeah, it's far from the worst example of this sort of creepy behavior. But being a game that otherwise has been really, really enjoyable, it definitely stands out every time it comes up. And and is like all drooling over her, like it's it's really it, it, no okay. He's a monster or whatever, but it it's even worse than the thing with the old guy because they drag it on for so much longer. Did you say no at first? I did, yeah.
1: Yeah, so did I. I kept saying no over and over and over and over and over. I did it like probably twenty five times, knowing that it would not have changed regardless. I did but it once. It was just making I- me so angry that and he's like are you all these people are going to suffer i was like okay that's that's fine with me i don't care the developers are the one that have done this to jade not me it's not my fault that that's happening to these people that that's the that that
0: here's the thing i think it's crap anyway i only did it the once but that and then i just hit yes because i knew i wasn't going to get anywhere regardless and like even knowing i wasn't going to get anywhere by saying no because no is never a valid option in this game essentially it
1: isn't. You, you have to do everything, unless it's a side quest, in which case you're just
0: not going to get whatever special item it is. Right. And then, you like you said, the, no. the quest thing isn't going to go away. It's just still going to be there. So if you, uh, unless you are okay with just having a bunch of dots on the map, you might as well just say yes and get it over with. But what's even
1: more annoying about this is this is switch content. I got to be honest, saying no still should have been an option. They should have been like retroactively. Okay, maybe let's change. Maybe let's not do this. Hey, here's an opportunity to,
0: you know, ogle at Jade even more because that's what the gamers want. That what, Yeah, like they, they specifically went out of their way after release to be like, you know what? I feel like we haven't been creepy enough towards Jade. Let's fix yeah. that. Let's, let's g- go even more ham on this. N- Nintendo's position has been really weird. Because thinking back to the history of these companies, like, here we are in a situation where Nintendo is basically letting everything happen uncensored and Sony is being, like, cleaning things up. And it's just kind of fascinating how that position is reversed so much when Nintendo used to really, like, lean heavily into its family-friendly image and now they've just decided they don't care anymore. Well, and then there's the Switch console itself where you can just get any manner of just, like, garbage game. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, they're literally, like, allowing any number of of things that, you know, everybody else would probably be like, let's maybe reconsider. And it's just really weird that for, for Nintendo to have cultivated that image for as long as they have, because, you know, pretty much our entire lives, since the original Nintendo, they've tried to frame themselves as like the good, wholesome family company. And like in the original console war, you know, Sega was the edgy upstart or whatever that was trying to be cool and hip. And now Nintendo's just, yeah, whatever, just it's all good. I don't care.
1: Family-friendly doesn't
0: pay the bills anymore, Andrew. Uh, yeah, but then apparently Sony decided it was the right way to go because now they're censoring stuff.
1: Yeah, but Sony, you know, they've got so much money, they can just do whatever they
0: want and still pay the bills. <laughs> it's just it's just a fascinating reversal that has happened in the last couple of years.
1: It. While I agree that it is interesting, and, and, and while I agree... Well, this is, wasn't necessarily on Nintendo either. I mean, this is...
0: I don't think Nintendo went out of their way to be like, Hey! Put more sexy J no, no, content no, I, in there. I, I, don't, I don't think they did at all, but I'm just thinking like Nintendo of ten years ago probably would have objected to this and then they would have had to go to Sony to get this content in there.
1: Yes, I agree with you. I will say, on some level, Nintendo I don't want to necessarily say that they need to, but the Switch was kind of their last gamble, it seems, before they started just making games. Because they, I mean, yeah, they still had the DS and they had completely stomped the market with the DS, but Switch was really, it, at least in my opinion, one of their latch ditch gambles. To really, I mean, yes, the Wii did amazing, but, but then the you Wii did terrible, U, yeah. and it was and it,
0: terrible. And then even before then, both the N64 and the GameCube didn't do super amazing, and and, and so the Switch, I'm happy. Unbelievably happy
1: that it is, it, it has completely dwarfed sales for like everybody else because I really, I, I've supported Nintendo forever. I like Nintendo games. I absolutely love Nintendo games. I, I've been, I haven't been shy about that at all. And yeah, more specifically, the Switch because I love the idea of a console that I can pick up and play on the couch or you know, in my car on lunch hour or something. Not that that's a concern anymore. (laughs) But someday it might be. Or or come home and then stick it onto a thing and boom, I have it on my HDTV. I love that as a concept. And I hope Nintendo just keeps leaning into it. Because I think that that is absolutely amazing. And it makes me so happy that Nintendo is like skyrocketing in popularity because of that. And I do think that part of that is let's just put whatever we want in the Switch store because let's get as many people interested in Switches as possible. And you know that there are people out there that are like, oh, cool, I can take my weird,
0: etchy game with me. Awesome. I'll totally do it. (laughs) Because if there's one thing that you should definitely be ready to play anywhere, like family gatherings and stuff, it's games like that. That's that's how, that is a surefire
1: way to get people to leave you alone. Like, Kim, you know, you're, what, you're sitting right. there on the train with your mask that has you know anime girls all over it, with your your switch playing a uh uh just a just a game. No <laughs> one's gonna come over to
0: you, so you're not gonna catch COVID, which is just good for for everybody in your family. There you go. That's really the selling point that Nintendo should be marketing and I'm surprised they haven't latched
1: onto that yet. I feel like they will. You know, it's just one of those <laughs> next steps in advertising that they haven't made it to. You know, a lot of people are, are are catering advertisements now towards like COVID and I guess they have been for a while but I don't have TV so I don't really... I stream everything and most of the time when I do that I do it without ads so that because like I don't...
0: If I want something I'll go out and buy it. Yeah, I just pay the extra money for like the the youtube plus or whatever and 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 so at
1: the same time it's but then i go on tiktok and i see those 15 things on amazon you didn't know you need and i'm like oh (laughs) man that looks awesome i I kind of want that i need all 15 of these (sighs) i have bought a few things on tiktok just because of tiktok and i'm not proud of it (laughs) but one of them is a confidential thing so that way on on boxes with your address and stuff, you can just swipe it and it's like, boom, your address is gone. So then you can, you know, for recycling and stuff, you can just do whatever you want. Oh, need. that's interesting. I thought that was kind of neat. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I mean, you can very clearly still, like, not clearly still read it. You'd have to, like, really, ca- like, if someone really wants to know what your address is, you could be like, okay, here it is. It's so, like, I wouldn't void a check with that. But well, actually, I guess. I probably would, but like I wouldn't, you know, if I have a voided check, I'm probably going to burn it anyway, <laughs> put it in like a safe. You know what I mean? I'm just saying you got to be careful. You don't want people to get them numbers. Can't happen. I don't want to get my identity stolen again. Oh, technically my identity was not stolen, but my credit card was stolen and that was uh, terrible, sort of uh, city, you know, hashtag not an ad. But it's basically just like, oh, yeah, here's your money back, um, and we're going to get them. I'm like, sweet, cool. Thanks, man. I really appreciate that. I mean, that's
0: your money at this point. <laughs> I mean, cool for them. Um, <laughs> we should probably get back to the actual video game. But why well,
1: do this whole city double cash thing where I pay for everything with my credit card and then just pay it off at the end of the month. and Then I get 1% on every single purchase and then another 1% on when I pay it off. Yeah, there are other cards out there like Costco or Sam's Club where you get like four percent on restaurants or whatever, but I don't wanna I don't wanna dictate what card I'm gonna use to figure out where I'm gonna like go. Oh, I'm at a restaurant, so I gotta remember to use my Costco card that is only gonna be valid, you know, at the end of the year. Now I get my cash back immediately every month, and I love it. It's <laughs> great. <laughs>
0: that one of these days we're gonna have to reach out to these places like City and just be like, Hey, uh, you should clearly be sponsoring us because we're do- we're giving you ads anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like the one
1: ad that everyone's gonna be like, Okay, City Double Cash, we already know that's a great thing to do if you can manage a credit card. If you can't manage a credit card and you can't like like if you already don't have a handle on things, do not do it because then you're just gonna wreck out wreck out more credit card debt. It took me a long time to get disciplined enough that it's like I check that thing like every day I check it, which is why I was able to find that somebody had stolen my credit card like immediately because then I was like, whoa, wait a minute. I didn't spend four grand in the last two days. What is this crap? I didn't buy a fridge or anything like that, although fridges, I guess. Anyway, so Jade is like being just constantly tore down emotionally because they are constantly putting her in clothes that is like, she clearly doesn't want. And you know what was really annoying for me is I knew that she didn't like the bunny girl outfit. But in this outfit, it's just the same thing, but blue. No, no, no. It wasn't that. It was, but Andrew, the defense and stats were like way better than anything
0: else I had at the time. So I did have
1: her in that outfit for kind of a while.
0: Well, okay, you can do that. But you know, you can also just change how she looks once you get the costume, right? What? Just like everybody else. Yeah, like you can go into it on their equipment screen. Once you have all the things to change someone's appearance, you can change their appearance. And you don't even have to have that gear equipped anymore. So you can just change her to whatever you want that you've unlocked, regardless of what she's actually wearing.
1: Well, that's going to be the one thing that I I learned for this episode. And I can't tell you how angry that makes me, because so many videos I've had to watch the Luminary in that
0: Dundersil armor. Yeah, no, you could have him in. In anything. Like, I've had him in the uh, fugitive outfit for a while. I don't remember exactly, like, which I think is the th- when he was wearing the cloak and stuff when you were escaping from the castle in the beginning, and that's been the armor I've had him wearing just because I like the look of it.
1: Boy. Um, not happy. Although, and- as soon as I get the entire cow- cat outfit, if I don't have it yet,
0: Veronica is just going to be in that cat suit for the rest of the game. I have I have her and Serena in the Academy uniforms because I think they look kind of adorable.
1: Oh, what, have you seen the cat? Oh, yeah, I've seen the cat, but I, oh, I don't have the cat.
0: I but can't wait. I I'm will so probably be doing the same thing, yes, because that cat does look adorable.
1: Especially when she's just going out and like laying waste to people verbally. She's like, screw you, guy. You're garbage, I hate you, and she's doing that like pointing with the cat outfit. I'm like, yes, dude.
0: Which to be fair really is just even more cat like, so it's perfect. It is great. It's basically she is a cat. Because if your cat isn't constantly judging you, you actually have a dog. So- <laughs> uh so so
1: Booga then is drooling all over you, and then she is still gonna beat him up anyway. And so he's like, oh, I'll teach you a lesson. And then he transports like she you. Well, she, yeah, you're right. She tries to attack. Uh, yeah. And then he transports you into some weird other space.
0: Yeah. Uh, he calls out to somebody who responds and yeah, you know, opens this dimensional portal thing that sucks. Well, originally, he's trying to suck up everyone but him and her so they can fight alone. Or, you know, well, he keeps being creepy about it, obviously. But instead, Jade jumps up to save the rest of them and she gets sucked in. I think it's like Boon,
1: Boon, Boon, Boonga, boone, Boonega, boone, Boonega, boone
0: Boonetta, Boonetta, boone, boone, which is okay. So is this person like related? I mean, to, to be fair, like presumably that would be like a first name or I don't know if monsters even do multiple names, but if that's a given name, they just have to have similar names. It'd be like if, uh, you know, Sam and Samantha got together or something.
1: I mean, yes, but I don't. I don't think here's the thing, Andrew. I don't think I could
0: date a Chris. I don't think I could do it. It'd be a little awkward. I feel like it would get really confusing if someone was trying to talk to one of you, though. Exactly. I don't know if I don't know if I'd say awkward, but then I guess I also don't really have a name that is likely to have that problem. No,
1: you don't. And Andrina and, Drina, and-, and uh, probably the closest is Andrea. I mean, sure, that's fine. I was just trying to make up a new name here real quick, but whatever. <laughs> so, so you get into this isolated space and it is pretty, uh, pretty down as far as I, I, I would almost to say is everyone in here seems pretty uh, uh, significantly lower than everybody
0: outside. Yeah. And I mean, I don't I do not in the slightest disagree that they are clearly not enjoying themselves, but it's a basically an endless fighting tournament, which is, you know, falls kind of under the ironic punishment territory, I suppose, given that that was the whole point of Octagonia to begin with, but, you know, now they just fight until they can't anymore, and then go rest until they have to fight again.
1: And this guy that you come across is sentenced to fight, like, 10,000 more times or something?
0: Yeah, to, to repent for his uh, sins against Abuga basically.
1: And so, you're... He, she's like, let me help you. And he's like, no, you're just going to make it worse. Like, just there's people who need way more help than me. I'm like, wait a minute. There are people being beaten up downstairs, too. Which they're super weren't, which I was very confused. Yeah, I was like, buddy, what are you talking about? And then you get down there
0: and there's a bunch of people in cells. And we, we catch up with um, some, some old friends that we talked about before. Yeah, Vince. Vince and some of the other people from the tournament.
1: Cinderella or whatever her name was Cinderina Yeah no it was it was I think it was Cinderella it was just spelled differently. But here's the best part is they go we don't want your help. You're the one that was traveling around with that dark spawn guy who's the reason for all this to begin with. Don't think we don't know who you are and it's like okay okay lady you're you're standing next to the guy who literally kidnapped you and was going to feed you to a demon. And you're giving me grief for something that you don't even know anything about. You
0: know that Vince was going to feed you to a demon. You were there. You know, I'll be honest. I didn't think about that at all at the time. But yeah, that's kind of uh, kind of, uh that's sure your something. Like, how dare you? Are
1: you kidding me right now? The the gall on this girl, and so then some guy comes over and he says, "Hey, that punishment's done. It's time for you, silver-haired guy." And he's like, "No, no, not me, not me. I don't want to. Oh, uh, just anyone else but me." And I'm like, "I'm." I'm and then Jade being, and I'm like, "Bro, I I, I get it. I hundred percent get it. I totally understand. But when you say that, you're basically yelling out." Literally, just go torture anyone else but me right now. And these are your supposed friends that are all hanging out with you in this cell that just took a dump all over me. Real great. So Jade offers up herself as sacrifice because, of course, she does because she's the hero. Well, she's a hero. Uh, basically, they are they're saying that they have no hope and that there is no hope
0: left. And and Jade is like, "This is bad." I'll give you some hope by going out and. and and beating up on some monsters for a while. And so you get
1: up there, and you have to survive three rounds, and all of them come to watch
0: you? Well, and the other other thing of it is, everybody talks about how, like, this is such a big deal, because it's going to be all the girly-burly. It's, like, the worst one or whatever, and all I can sit there and think is, this really isn't that bad. Jade's doing it by herself. I mean, I get it. She's, you know, a hero or whatever, but, like, I feel like you could have, this really doesn't seem nearly as difficult as you guys were making it sound.
1: Well, here's the thing, Andrew. She she did make it second in the tournament. And the only reason why Vince made it as far as he did is because of, of demon drugs and the and <laughs> the Luminary. So like
0: Jade and the Luminary are pretty significantly more powerful than the other people here. So I, I, I get it. I I mean, I don't disagree with that. I I guess I was just... But all
1: the monsters, you're right, are like, this is... It's been centuries since they've done this. And it's like, really? (laughs) Are you seriously right now? Centuries since they've done one of these. Okay. This is going to be real bad. And it's three rounds. I think in between one of the rounds, they're like, she's actually doing it. And then Jade is getting all disheveled and everything like that. And she's like, they have no hope, and I have to give them some. That's why I'm out here doing this. Yeah, I'll like I continue fighting
0: until my last breath. Yeah, and I mean, she, she comes off really cool. Like, I mean, as we expected, she every time Jade does anything, she's pretty cool. Yeah, the super
1: awesome character that they built her up to be, and then constantly tear down.
0: She's just having to do it in a blue bunny girl outfit that it makes you wear for this entire section. So then you are about to be beaten up by the girl. Yeah. When you win the, the tournament, it, it pulls the same thing they pulled in the final fantasy seven remake, except probably a little more understandably this time, because basically it's the evil monsters. Like, yeah, we can't have you winning. So I'm going to come beat you up myself.
1: And she comes down and she gets like a cheap shot on you. And she's about to absolutely just, abs- just wreck your face. And Vince comes in and, and, stops the blow and then everybody joins in and they're like you've given us hope and we can do this and it's like okay maybe you should have all just done that as soon as you got here and maybe you wouldn't be in this situation considering you're the group who went out to fight buga in the first place
0: yeah exactly like you could have just combined as a group and done better, but it's okay, like, what sure. were you
1: gonna do against Booga? Were you just gonna line up one by one, just like a Ghost of Tsushima samurai battle? And it's like, you can only fight one person at a time. You absolutely cannot have a group. You gotta keep your honor, Vince. The honor that you already don't have. <laughs> like, you shouldn't even be- you should be in jail. You should still be in one of those cells. Like, of anybody here who deserves- I mean, I'm not gonna say anybody deserves w- what was going on here because, like I said, it's already you're right, it's not mega grim dark, but it's it's
0: pretty significantly dark, oh yeah, I mean, to be clear, this entire sec like ever since the ending of Act One, the game has definitely shifted to be much darker, but I guess what I'm getting at is it's still Dragon Quest, it's still not like oppressively bleak the way some other things get it's not like. I mean, the game talks regularly about how you know there's still hope, even if it's slim, and things like that, in the little cutscenes, and that's the the whole goal of all these other characters. Whereas when I think of grimdark, I think of something like The Walking Dead, where everybody just says from the beginning, "Yeah, there's nothing anybody can ever do. All we can do. like nothing can ever be any better than it is now." To well, that, me, that's part of what makes grimdark what it is. Even in Dragon Quest
1: case it is very much there is still this air of positivity around even just like the art style and everything like that there still is
0: this air of you know it's possible
1: right and like when you
0: compare that to something like the last of us or something like it, it just the feeling of it is so much different and that's something i would call you know grimdark because to to me, sort of, I guess the defining distinction of what makes something just regular dark versus when it drifts into grim dark is when it when the whole thing just kind of feels like what's even the point? Like, why are we even fighting? Because everything's going to suck no matter what.
1: Well, and to be honest, that's where those people were until
0: Jade got there. Sure, but I mean, and I get that, and then, and then she's helping them. But I mean, in general, the game as a whole doesn't feel that way. Whereas sometimes some media does. Like again example like walking dead and last of us and stuff it's like what is even why are we even doing this you know what i mean
1: well well moreover the point that i was trying to make was was just not necessarily that this is dr- grim dark or anything it's more that i don't know how much darker it could have gotten in this town you were saying that it could be worse and i'm like i'm not sure how how worse it could actually be because the people that are inside this little like torture bubble It's pretty pretty bad. Pretty, like, really, really bad. I'm not sure how much worse that whole situation could have gotten. But so everybody comes together, and they are are fighting. Now, did you die in this fight? I did not, no. I actually did, and the reason is because she attacked me twice for, like, I think it was 200 damage each time. And even at
0: level 45, there was no way I could survive that. I mean, there were definitely times where it came close, but it's, it's interesting because assuming you don't immediately die, pretty much everybody else goes out of their way to heal Jade before anything else happens.
1: And that Which is, is good. true. The problem is for me, she happened to, because some, sometimes she gets
0: like two turns. Two, oh, yeah. Two, she gets two turns right in a row. Yeah, yeah, no. And, and that, that happens. And sometimes it's just bad luck, sure.
1: She punched me twice. Well, here's the thing, Andrew you don't die. And it's not that any of the people bring you back. You hear Booga from the outside. Oh, I'm not going to let you die yet. I'm not done with you. And his thing, the suit,
0: brings you back to life and full. Interesting. You. That is actually really interesting because that makes what, hap- what we're going to be talking about here in just a couple minutes make more sense.
1: And I'm like, what? okay, this is not super bad. Hey, can I go ahead and take this off somehow? If I could hey. just go ahead and change right here. We're here in the middle of the
0: fight. Just work with me on this.
1: I will say he did put it on you with his old dark magic stuff. But essentially, once you get done with the fight, you beat her up and the whole world starts collapsing. And just like the painting, Everybody goes, quick, let's run out of this crack. And I'm thinking, what about all those people that are still. I thought in the, the same bottom? thing.
0: Like, are they just all going to get. But then everybody shows up. Like, tons of people come out. And I'm like, oh, I guess that worked out. I'm- <laughs> no monsters, though. So I yeah. guess
1: the monsters just got sucked into oblivion, but the people are all fine. Cause there's a lot of
0: monsters there. A lot more monsters than people. Yeah. Cause the whole, you know, stadium audience was full of monsters and stuff.
1: And, and and so you get back out there and now you have an opportunity to fight Booga again. But, but Booga, you don't. what were you about to say? I was just saying, like, but actually you don't. That's right. Because Booga does his dark magic wizardry to suddenly incapacitate Jade and he goes, It's it's about time the dark magic on that thing has finally taken place. What what?
0: What? And now Jade is basically frozen and can't move. Yeah, and I want to say, that's the other thing about Jade's. Not just that it was short or the creepy whole sexualizing thing, because those are all bad, but it was also just such a sudden and anticlimactic ending compared to everybody else's. Not only that, but
1: the one thing that is going to just really irk me more than anything else is Jade is going to now have to be saved by the big man luminary and his group
0: of friends. But but even more than that, all I could think the whole time was this was setting up for like a Star Wars thing where she's going to be like Leia. And I'm like, oh, God.
1: And I know that that's probably exactly when you come across her as the luminary. She's probably you're right. It probably is some weird Leia Booga thing going on. That is just going to be even more frustrating for me. But it's like you have this storyline that builds her up as this awesome character to just immediately tear her down so she has to be saved by the luminary.
0: And oh, between, that's so infuriating. And between that and the fact that the twins didn't get anything, this extra Switch content is really just treating the female party members really badly. Oh, yeah. And that is what that was going to be my big disappointment, and that's what I
1: really wanted to... Jade got screwed, and the girls didn't even get anything. Nothing at all. So they're, all oh, yeah, let's just... Let's give... Now, now, don't get me wrong. I like Silvando and everything like that. He's a great character, but let's give him tons of content. Let's give Eric tons of content. Let's give Rab
0: and... Uh, flashbacks. So, Rab's wasn't super long, but I thought it was... I would actually probably argue it was the best in terms of making me feel something. I I agree with that, yes.
1: But at the same time, it's like, okay, so the women just don't matter. Let's give all the dudes the screen time. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, Switch content. That's exactly what I wanted. That is... Oh, I'm so happy that I got all the dudes content and basically nothing out of the women at all. And now Jade has to be rescued, which I'm sure we're going to have to rescue Serena and Veronica for some random thing. They probably got sucked back to Aboria, and Aboria's like, how could you let this happen? This is all your fault. Let's throw them in prison. You got (laughs) to do all this stuff. And they're like constantly whipping and beating them or something. And it's like, you got to come in and save them because, oh, this is the worst thing. You people are, like, I just, I, uh, this whole Switch content.
0: That's, that's terrifying. Oh
1: my God. Well, that's what's, I have to assume because that's how they've treated the women in this game thus far. And from a game, like, when did Dragon Quest come out? Uh, this one was, I think, two years ago. From a game that came out in 2017, 2018, to just treat women like they're just objects. Are you kidding me? That is so frustrating. And so I, that that has just been a, a major disappointment. Like, a, as a whole, I've really, really enjoyed Dragon Quest. And I know that this wasn't in the original Dragon Quest, but this is something that the development team f- decided, hey, you know what we really need to do? Let's screw over those women more. Because the Switch content came out in 2020. 19. 20, 20,
0: did it? This COVID stuff has me all messed up. But regardless... <coughs> Yeah, t- time time basically just doesn't matter anymore. It came out yesterday, for all I know. And so, th-
1: and then they're just like, "Oh, whatever." Dude, screw these girls. They don't need any better content. Wow. Okay. Cool. 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 You couldn't have at least made it how like somebody got the drop on Jade or something, and like a whole there was like an infinite number of monsters that you absolutely couldn't defeat, and then it just once it got to the point where she you know passed out. It was one of those things where you know, anyone would have been overwhelmed, including the Luminary and everyone else. You could have done, like, some
0: heroic last stand for her. Sort of like the thing they literally did with Eric, except they gave Eric an out. Yes! Which, let's go on to Eric now, because
1: I'm tired of talking about how much I don't like
0: Jade's content. Yeah, of all, in general, the other stories I thought were good, but I was overall very disappointed with Jade, so I'm glad we agree on that.
1: And, and so eric you find yourself in a jail cell similar to the luminary of the original uh section and yeah. there and he is even makes
0: he even makes a specific comment about how it it reminds him of that and there is a slime in there that the first thing don't worry i'm a good slime okay thanks i keep i keep wanting to call him helix cuz that was the good slime from another dragon quest but it was actually um what was his name he also, I, it wasn't Helix, but I kept wanting to say Helix. And so this thing lets you out of the
1: jail cell, and you are which, basically just trying to escape at this point. Which, which, the whole
0: time I'm like, wait, how does this thing... Like, okay, being able to heal or whatever, sure, heal slimes are a thing, and that's, you know, whatever. Eric doesn't have any way to heal himself. Having a character that can do that you know, totally makes sense for this section, whatever. But unlocking doors and stuff like couldn't eric have just picked the lock that felt really weird to me
1: well there is one specific door that that i guess you couldn't necessarily go through but it was using its weird magic eric has other things on his mind man he's not ready to be picking locks he's he hasn't been a thief for what a month he doesn't remember how to pick locks anymore he hasn't been watching the youtube content like i have
0: (laughs) Whereas, you know, originally, he was probably making the YouTube content.
1: Yeah, exactly. And now he's rusty. There's nothing you can do. Plus, these doors are rusty. He didn't have a a clothespin or whatever
0: you need. Yeah, he, didn't he probably didn't have his tools. tools. Although he did because <laughs> the slime is like, oh, I got all your stuff. And I'm like, how did you do all this?
1: So, So for Eric's, the reason why I didn't think it was very long is because not a whole lot happens. Yeah, I agree. Not a whole lot happens, but it—you definite- basically just okay. walk down a linear path, and then eventually you get that. And, and, and albeit, basically, it's all about how this slime is helping you the whole time, right? And is really what it boils down. to. And, and Eric trying to figure out who the slime actually is, uh, because he has no idea. And he he, he he's kind of. I think at one point the the slime also mentions his sister, and he's like, "Uh, yeah. He, he, did I tell he, you?" I never said I had a sister and the slime's like, oh, yeah, you did like just two minutes ago. You totally told me, Uh, bro. Uh, I was here for that. And no, you didn't. Like I was I would remember that. I didn't even know Eric had a sister. Yeah, that's the first time it's ever been brought up in in the game that he has. a sister. Nobody knows that he has a sister. It turns out his sister is who Dirk marries, I guess. I don't. That's just my
0: speculation. I got the impression that his, his sister died. Oh, whatever, man.
1: I'm going to assume his sister, Mary Dirk, and she I mean, didn't mention it when you <laughs> saw her the first time.
0: I mean, I like your I like your outcome better, but that was just the, the vibe I got from the conversation they had that she was uh, no longer with us.
1: Yes, that was the your Yes. I just didn't want to put that darkness into into the podcast.
0: But you know, were after. talking about torture earlier.
1: Why? Yes. Why did you want to put more darkness out there? Now we've got to deal with Eric's dead sister. Now I can't imagine why he's constantly looking at this red orb who reminds him of his dead sister. Somehow
0: (laughs) she really liked red and orbs. She, she loved the color red and she always had this is like glass circle. I I never understood it, but now this is just like the dark episode, but, but
1: yeah, so it, you just kind of move along across this this luminary luminary uh, <laughs> uh, linear path until you get to a point where the there's a a little things that this maze type thing that you have to where again it's not a maze you just walk
0: forward essentially yeah it's like impossible to get lost because even though it looks like a relatively complicated path on the map yeah there's like no wrong turns or anything these these
1: little circle things just take you to your next destination. Well, one of them is not powered up, and the slime has to use its superpowers to power it up, essentially, while you have to sit there and just
0: fight these monsters. Yeah, that are coming because they realize you're escaping. I, Which, I will say, there was a little bit we did miss that was kind kind of an amusing scene of the slime trying to distract some enemies of it. it Eric, like, dropping down from the ceiling like a ninja to to stab these monsters. I didn't bring it up because I didn't remember that. Yeah, that, that was, like, probably my favorite moment in, in this little section because no, nothing really important happens to the plot, but I just kind of thought that was goofy and, and fun.
1: <laughs> nothing important happens for the plot. Um, Something
0: big happens, like, real soon here. Well, yes, I was saying nothing yet has happened. It was important <laughs> to it. I just wanted to mention that. But yeah, we've got some stuff coming up. And and, and
1: so you're, once you get this, basically you have to fight these monsters, and I remembered oh, hey, look, most of these things appear to be dragons. Oh, I never went back and reset Eric. So he's got two swords with dragon slash. This section was a breeze. A breeze more than what it would have already been because I was power level, <laughs> but I've got dual swords with dragon slash. I one hit everything that came through here. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Let more monsters. And the slime's like, oh, good. Uh, you, I'm glad you made it through that. And I'm like, boo, bro. I like more showing up. Like I, I could get more experience in here if I, if I wanted to. Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm happy to just stand here and keep. fight. now we gotta go. And so you you keep moving forward, and you basically find out
0: that this is an air temple thing. Yeah, it's like a floating continent sort of deal.
1: And Eric's like, well, how are we going to escape this?
0: Because then, we're floating up super high. And then it quickly goes from bad to worse because a whole bunch more monsters show up.
1: Well, yeah, and then this this big evil monster guy comes out, and he's like, well, it doesn't really matter because you're not going to escape anyway. And he just basically, so so as you were kind of walking through the area, you come across this big open section. There's all these flying creatures. When you go back into, when you finally get back to that area, they all gone. Basically, they just went outside and turned around. (laughs) Yeah. And just
0: basically set up an ambush for you.
1: And uh, so you get out there and there's no hope for Eric. And then the slime says, hey. Eric, um,
0: I can give you the power to get through this, Which but you're not going to... Because back up here, Slime. Like, uh, what? You got some explaining to do here because you keep not explaining things and now you can apparently give us superpowers.
1: Oh, I was really confused. I thought when you said back up here, I thought you meant there was something else you wanted to talk about.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Just <laughs> like, the hold on a second here, Slime guy. Yeah, so, <laughs> so this Slime says,
1: I can give you the power to make it through this. But you're going to have to give me
0: something in return, your memory. That's super ominous. Specifically, he says you have to give him, like, the most precious thing, which he realizes is memories of the adventure.
1: Yeah. And it's like, um, can I just give him, like, my dagger or something? (laughs) Like, is that possible? I really need At the moment, it's my most precious item. Yeah, for real. Like, arguably you could say like my shoes are the most precious item uh, my underwear because of embarrassment uh, one of the swords you could like I literally
0: got several thousand gold right now like you could just take that but no it's your
1: most precious item which is he doesn't have the orb so it's gotta (laughs) be the memories this is the (laughs) This is the absolute, like, the game could have been like, he just pulls the orb out, because it turns out
0: when he was falling or whatever, he stole the red one. And he's <laughs> like, oh, by the way, here's the orb. The slime's like, I, you know, I set up this whole thing just to try to get this orb from you, and then you won't even have it anymore. <laughs> and uh so you
1: find out you're going to have to lose your memories, but there's no choice, so you do Which, it anyway.
0: Because, well, yeah, as Eric rightly points out, uh, my memories aren't going to do anything for me if I'm dead, so... And here's the thing, you basically just get Wildside,
1: the pet power, and he turns into a wild beast who just goes around absolutely annihilating everything, and I'm like, wait a minute, we do this to you on, like, a daily
0: basis. Well, he gets more than that, though, because he also gets, like, severe health and mana regen and stuff, too.
1: I mean, yeah, I'm just saying, we basically... But yes, you're right. He, he does a pet power on you, and uh right as you're
0: right as he's about to defeat the big bad he he cracks his armor but can't he goes back for the finishing blow and it wears off and then he, he's like,
1: oh not now, not now, and the guy like just like kicks him off the side,
0: yeah, it's very this is Sparta basically it's like what that's so
1: anticlimactic too. You yeah. you have this, like, awesome section where he's being, like, a total awesome dude, and you're just, like, crack the armor, and then, like, okay, well, you don't have powers anymore, so kick. What? But as you're falling off the mountain, the slime turns into the fortune teller. Yeah, the seer. This whole time that we've been talking about, we actually get to see her. And she's she specifically talks about, this is all I was able to do for you, and she's like, you know, I'm sorry, but... This is the only way like this. Is, this is the limit of my powers. And so the very next time you see Eric and, and then she kind of like softly pillows him down and why that guy doesn't immediately like jump. On, he can clearly fly. He had wings. Why he doesn't immediately fly off the side and like, you know, shiv shiv. I don't
0: know, but I feel like he easily could have. I don't know. That's the obvious overconfidence of he fell off the side. There's no way he's coming back from that. And, and so
1: he's gently, you know, lowered to the ground. And the last you see him is I can't remember who it was, but I think it was it was somebody that we had met along the way sees him, and they're like, "Hey, you okay?" And he's like, "I don't know where I am. I don't know who I am."
0: Wait, and wait all I can, oh yeah, like I didn't think she took that much. I thought it was just the memories of the adventure. Did you only discover your name where this adventure started, Eric? Yeah, it's like he didn't have a name before that.
1: It's maybe maybe Dirk was one was one of his most precious friend
0: as well, and so he doesn't remember him either. But it's like with a luminary, you know, when they're in jail together, he's like, "Uh, I gotta introduce myself. Crap. Um, uh, Eric, that's my name now." Uh, I don't know who I am. All I know is I have this
1: intense desire to find a red orb.
0: <laughs> and then, yeah and that's where we leave eric so presumably the luminary is gonna have to go help him get his memory back at some point
1: yes slap some sense into it. the luminary is just gonna bust out the red orb and he's gonna be like
0: "Ah, oh, i remember every, everything every, yeah exactly <gasps> i know i cared about that so much he doesn't know
1: anybody like he's like veronica comes up and slaps him in her cat suit and He's like, I don't know who you are. Like, I don't know Jade. I don't know anybody else. And then the Luminary is like, whoop! He just pulls out the orb, and he's like, it's like the brain. But instead of having your mind blown, (laughs) like everything just
0: shoots back in, rushes back in, yeah. And he's like,
1: yeah, I remember everything. Where's can can I hold on to that orb? No, Eric what's going on here? I know we need it for something, but the tree's gone. I remember that.
0: So you don't need the orb anymore, right? Like we can sell it now. And by sell it, I mean, keeping it in my backpack forever so I can look at it.
1: And so next up on our list and last on
0: the list is Rab. Yes. And like I was saying earlier, Rab was probably like the shortest in terms of there's almost no combat or anything like that. But I do feel like it probably hit impacted me the most.
1: But there is a lot to talk about now. Even though there wasn't a whole lot of combat or anything, there was a lot of story.
0: Right. Yeah. This one was definitely the most story related content. And like Chris was saying earlier, it's all flashback stuff. When you encounter Rab, it is a flashback of him
1: basically in his as, as king, and he is looking at himself like, "What? What is going on?" And then he realizes that he's kind of in his his king kingly robes and everything. And they talk about his daughter, and I think if I remember right, the first flashback is
0: when yeah, his daughter wants to get married,
1: and, and, and so the knight kind of presents himself to the king, and he is just so unbelievably happy to see his daughter again, like you would be. And the this knight comes up, and he's he's like shaking, and he's like, "Um, I I know I'm 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 nothing I'm." garbage but i've protected her you know my whole life and you know i love her and i I swear that every day i'm going to continue loving her and that she's going to be like my world and everything i'm never going to let anything bad happen to her i'm I'm never going to give her up or let her down and if i was that guy nice if i was the king i'd immediately be like no dude because you already failed once And it, wait, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> and, and so he's like, "Yes, of course." And they're very happy, and then it just stops, and,
0: and it's just nothing. Yeah, they're they're suddenly gone, and he's like, "What?" It, it's then, kind of a like a, a disconnected from time sort of thing. There've been some movies that sort of played with that concept that I thought, obviously, the movies that were about that sort of thing did it really well. But that's all I could think of was you know, it's like he's like. Disconnected from time and just jumping between periods, and I thought that was kind of a cool feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really,
1: I really liked that. One of the things we didn't talk about before is the fact that Rab is clearly a pervert. He's yeah, out we, when we, we left we Sniffleheim, passed that <laughs> for good reason. But oh, I had forgotten about it, or I would have brought it up and talking about how evil he is. Uh, but when you leave Sniffleheim, he drops
0: uh, clearly a naughty magazine ogler's digest and i only know that because it keeps coming up and he is
1: like what and and jade goes um so you're still doing that huh yeah there was a very like you said you were done with the creepy pictures thought you had uh given that up and i'm like oh wow so you've been traveling around with jade this whole time basically just being a, a giant pervert glad she i can't imagine why she is so, like, I'm not saying that he dressed her up in, like, creepy stuff. I'm not, I mean, even though Rab is evil, I'm not saying he would have done that. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I can totally no, no see. No wonder she
0: wants nothing to do with all this.
1: Exactly. But it's very clear that Jay doesn't want to, which is why it's even more upsetting in this context. Serena, for, for on, on
0: the other hand, she seems like she just does not care. She's like, whatever. I'll do whatever I want. Okay. But Rab follows in that unfortunate line of people, like, and to use another example by the same artist like Master Roshi, who's just a creepy old man pervert, and, like, please let that trope die. Please.
1: It's never gonna die. You know that it's not gonna die, because fan service is a thing. And, And so it's just like, Rab, uh, okay, man. But the magazine comes up again in this little section, because the girl from the magazine whom he is, like his favorite or whatever she was on the cover standing there and she's so she's like giving him kissy faces and everything like that and it's basically just hey move here so you can see the next scene
0: yeah she basically you just follow her through the castle to make these things happen yeah
1: and i believe the next scene is the his wife is about to give birth and he's trying
0: to Come up with a name. I, I do just want to point out while I'm thinking about this. Even though he was just a knight and she was the actual, you know, princess who should be next in line, he, everybody talks about him as the king and nobody mentions the queen. So, like, he just gets to be in charge now because he married her.
1: Yeah i i I meant to
0: I meant to bring that up. I didn't think that's how it worked. It, you no, know, sometimes it does because there's sometimes there's like. Specifically oh, only male lineage or occasionally even only female lineage, although that's much less common unsurprisingly, but I mean that is a thing that can happen, but it just feels really weird for this like super enlightened kingdom that everybody constantly talks about how amazing and brilliant and great this this, this kingdom is the pinnacle of the world or whatever, but well sorry, I guess you were you were born with two x chromosomes, so you don't get to be in charge now
1: well, it might have just more been that. It kind of seemed like a dual thing going on. And the thing is, you never really get a chance to see her doing anything queenly because the only times you've seen her are she's being proposed to. And admittedly, Rab did say he seceded the crown to him, which I thought was weird.
0: And also, like when you talk to the guards and stuff, they all talk about the king and like no one mentions the queen, basically. Like it just really gave the vibe that he's in charge. Which is definitely weird. So it seems like, oh, yeah, cool. It, basically what you're doing
1: when you're asking for a proposal at that point is, do you think it would be cool for me to be king? Yeah, exactly. And like the whole time that the, the song from The Lion King's playing in the background, he's like, I just can't wait to be king. <laughs> <Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da."> <laughs> and so I was like,
0: yeah, I that seems weird to me. And and I, I do want to be clear, like I was not exaggerating. Basically everyone you talk to from everywhere talks about how super amazing you are. And he's like, you're not even king anymore. Like that you're this genius, unparalleled scholar, super great king. Everybody, you know, Wait, are you talking best- about Rab? Yes. Well,
1: I don't did
0: I I'm pretty sure his his wife is, is, is dead, man. No no no, well i, I but I'm talking about like when you walk around as rab, everybody talks about that to you, and I'm like this super enlightened king or whatever who just basically passed passed over his own daughter for some random knight to be in charge.
1: Oh uh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, there is that. I mean, I, I
0: while I agree that that part is stupid, but it was weird having everyone sucking up to you to such a ridiculous level. I'm like even as king, this feels over the top.
1: I mean, considering how much. Everybody seems to love him outside of this to just let murderers go free. Uh, it seems kind of par for the course that people love this dude. Uh, you do have a point. And because he seems to have a lot of sway, even though he's definitely not the king anymore. And the kingdom doesn't even exist anymore.
0: That, um, that's a fair point. You you make a good point there. So apparently he had to have been like the ultimate king f- like of ever somehow <laughs> despite and, having very questionable judgment in what we've seen of him
1: and i guess apparently just Dundersil being gone must have paved the way for heliodor but uh so so the next scene is basically you have to take over the kingly duties because the king needs to think of a name
0: and he's like i can't i'm so distracted by that i can't get anything else done so can you uh take over again for today okay that's a little weird but sure i can roll with this And so the first thing, the first question that comes up
1: is, hey, there's a famine. And it's the famine that they're talking about that they had in that... uh, The the desert city. Yeah, the desert desert place. Because that sultan is here to see you. And at one point, there's actually a section where they're asking questions. And it's like, hey, does he have a son? I had to seriously do that whole section like five times because I kept answering it as if I was in the future.
0: Yes, I did the same thing, which I was going to bring that up here shortly. But yeah, there's a a trivia section, basically, that, I mean, it was totally worth it because it gives you a seed when you're done, but it was weird because it's like, the the Sultan only has one son whom he dotes on excessively. I'm like, that's clearly true. Oh, sire, you know he hasn't had any children. And I'm like, bro, do you
1: not, I, I know everything, man. I'm the best <laughs> king ever. You mentioned yeah,
0: it. Exactly. Like, if I disagree with you, have you considered that you were wrong?
1: Yeah, it's like, I'm the king right now. I'm right. Just give me your seeds. Not that I know that's what he had, but. Uh, and so the first thing is a question on the famine. And I was basically like, hey, man, just go out there and do a rain dance until you can't dance anymore. <laughs> are,
0: you, are you serious? Yes. What did you do? Oh, I did, I did the serious answer and gave them some of our food. No, I told him to do the rain <laughs>
1: dance. I,
0: I don't didn't know, why know I took that it was the serious. Because-
1: a- Andrew. <laughs> You're offering up a temporary solution. Give a man to fish. Teach a man to
0: rain dance and it'll rain forever.
1: Yes, dude. You gave, like, the, oh, I'll just give you some food. It's like, no.
0: I'm going to give this man the tools for him to survive. Well, originally, uh, the other one I picked, because I'm assuming both, uh, there are multiple options that you're supposed to pick for the letter that it writes the thing for you, but... Originally, I got one about, like, use this as an opportunity to, like, sell ice cream. Like, what are you talking about, King? I have no idea what that is. And then I was like, you know what? This is bad. I'm going to try this again. <laughs> so it's, like, random? No, I think it's just based on, like, the... Because the, I picked, like, serious and then think outside... Or, or, like, cordial and then think outside the box. And that was what he gave me was about ice cream and stuff. And I'm like, wait. What? No, no, no.
1: I did outside the box and I don't remember anything about ice cream.
0: Did you do um, like. I did rain bl- dance blunt?
1: And outside the box.
0: Well, it, it, the, the two options were like blunt versus cordial and then outside the box versus conventional wisdom. I don't know. So remember. maybe rain dance is blunt I and did outside blunt. the box. Yeah.
1: I did blunt and I was basically like, listen, dude, you suck. You're <laughs> terrible
0: and this is your fault. You need to get out there and rain dance. Yeah, that'd be why then, yeah, because I I did Cordial and Outside the Box, and that's what he proposed, you know, use this as an opportunity to set up an ice cream business.
1: And and here's the thing, I I fail to see why that's bad, because I could have sworn I actually heard, the reason why I was okay with that is because I could have sworn
0: that that's like, I thought I heard in the future that's what he had actually done. Also, it doesn't matter, I realize, like, I don't know why I tried to take it seriously, because it's like... Clearly, none of this matters because this is all a hallucination flashback or whatever, but still. And so then the next one is. Well, you have to pick the champion to represent Dundrazil at Octagonia's Tournament this year.
1: And there's this, like, super awesome, like, muscly dude, a literal bear, and then a guy who just has luck, whose superpower is being lucky. I chose the lucky
0: superpower because of. Uh, Deadpool too. To be fair, that was fantastic, and that was an awesome. She was awesome in that movie, and that's an excellent reasoning to pick him. And I did. Who did you pick? The bear. I can't believe you. I, it was too funny to pass up. And then the very next thing that you do
1: is you uh you go outside and you have
0: to give a love letter to. Oh yeah, so then you have to do quests around the 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 castle. Yeah, and there's. A knight who wants to give uh, flowers and like, confess his love to one of the maids. Except the that-
1: only description he gives you is green shirt and red hair, which there are three. There's an old woman, a dude, and then a maid that's up in the corner. Now, I immediately, I looked around until I found the person that I thought it was probably... I didn't think he was talking about the old woman, although he might have been. It seems like
0: I made the right choice um, because I also didn't pick the dude. See, the thing about it is I had literally, like, right before I talked to that castle guard, had only a minute ago or so talked to that exact maid who talks about how she was wistful that she hadn't found anybody and was looking for her love of her own. I'm like, well, this is just perfect. Let me just match them up. It'll be great. (laughs) Uh, well, I, I
1: I talked to her, too, and told, gave her the flowers, and he was like, oh, yeah, I love you, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, here's the thing. If a knight got the literal king to go out of his way to give
0: you flowers, that's got to be, like, the best proposal ever, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, imagine, you know, <laughs> getting, like, in, in the modern world, that would be like getting the Queen of England to, to like, propose to your girlfriend for you and be like hey he wants to tell you how much he loves you and it's like that's something that no one will ever forget ever like literally no one would. well and then
1: it's like that point where she's she says no it's oh, like God. let's let's talk about this later and it's like um okay okay it's like you see those on like news and stuff where people clearly overestimate
0: what um, what, what, what the relationship is yeah
1: i don't understand I get that you want to do something, like, big and something that you've never
0: done before, but
1: just be, just have it be personal.
0: Yeah, that I, I, like, one of those is, like, you know, if I could come up with something super cool, then maybe, but I, I just can't see. So, like, for example, I went to the
1: zoo and proposed there in front of the penguins because, of course, I did. Because what else would I do? And I know what you're saying, but, Chris, that's mostly for you. Well, it was also lit up with a bunch of uh, Christmassy lights, which was definitely for her. So, in your face,
0: both <laughs> of us got a win-win. In your face, mystery person who definitely didn't say anything. <laughs> anyway, so you finish helping these random people out. Like, the the cooks need you to help them find a replacement for Pepper. There's all sorts of little random things. Uh, but when that's all done, then... You go talk to the who, the person who is, you know, now the actual king. And he goes, oh, perfect timing. I just thought of a name. And then literally, as you're standing there talking, oh, the baby's been born. It's a boy. Let's go. Which I guess he just wasn't even a part of that
1: process. He's like, oh, yeah, no, I don't need to be there when my son is born. He's just the luminary. No big deal.
0: To be fair, it's not like he possibly knew
1: that. Yes, I know.
0: I'm just saying. And here is something that either means something or doesn't i don't know we'll see where it goes from here it it's very likely it could just be an easter egg but at the moment that it happened i was like oh man big deal because the king's proposed name that he has thought of is erdrick now anyone who has played dragon quest before knows the significance of this name but i know chris hasn't so i'll go ahead and explain. Erdrich is the legendary hero in Dragon Quest lore that basically everybody gets compared against? And oh, you remind me of Erdrick. Erdrick is so like it's amazing. Oh, you found Erdrick's sword. Erdrick is the best. Like he he was the ultimate hero of legend, basically in all of these games. And so either this was just a fun Easter egg, or that's implying that the luminary that you're playing as now is the legendary Erdrick from before. But. Then it turns around and the queen's like, no, 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 basically that name's dumb. We're going to go with the name that you typed in at the beginning of the game instead. Well, and that's that's kind of well. It, she doesn't even say it at first.
1: And the king's kind of like, uh, OK, I guess and it's like, yeah, OK, you guess she just gave birth, bro.
0: <laughs> if you didn't he- talk about this beforehand, that's on you. Yeah, you don't get to just walk in and be like, you did all the work, but I'm going to go ahead and say that this is his name. Now, I would say that it is probably I would be more inclined to say
1: that it's knowing nothing about Dragon Quest, probably an Easter egg, just like in every other Dragon Quest where they mention Erdrick in some way, shape or form. Yeah, and only that's because right. she immediately does be like, no, that name's dumb. You're an idiot.
0: <laughs> that but, would be interesting, I don't though. I mean, It's possible. It would. It, well, I guess the other reason it would be interesting. Is it almost does seem like this is before the erdrick of legend. Either way, simply because you would think there would be some kind of reaction to you want to name him after that. Considering the fact that
1: what we're about to do is take the entire kingdom back from the biggest cataclysm event that has like ever existed. Because even before, the Luminary took him out before he got Yggdrasil. So if you're going to come back and destroy this thing, because I have to assume there's going to be a happy ending. Otherwise, it's, I mean, it is what it is. But, you know, unless
0: Dragon Quest Twelve picks up where the Luminary leaves off. Unless, unless Dragon Quest has suddenly decided to take a page from, you know, Dark Souls or something and make it all be, oh, this was for nothing, then...
1: Yeah, I kind of feel like it's definitely going to come to an end. So if that's what he's doing, maybe he is all power. Can you name your character
0: Erdrick from the very beginning? Um, actually, I was looking into it because I got curious, and apparently it bans you from using the name Erdrich, which is apparently some of the previous Dragon Quests have also done, since it's just kind of part of the mythology. So that doesn't prove anything one way or the other. I think it proves that you can't possibly be Erdrich. Oh, yeah, here you go then. That would be hilarious, though, if it was literally like, I have an idea for a name. It's er- How about Erdrich? No, that name's dumb. We're going to call him Erdrick. The only reason why I would also say it's more accurately probably
1: a Easter egg is because this is extra Switch content and wasn't in the original. game. They might
0: have implied it. That would be a pretty big drop to just throw in bonus content if that is actually the intent. Yeah.
1: And it would probably infuriate people. But hey, Kingdom Hearts does the exact same thing all the time. With their random mobile games, so who knows? Maybe that's right. And, you know, maybe we'll,
0: we'll, if it is, then presumably there'll be some other acknowledgement of it at some point in the future, but... Maybe he just if- starts calling him Erdrich near the end of the game. He's like, my
1: name's been Erdrich this whole time. What? Okay, when we actually
0: get back to the Luminary, he's not the Luminary anymore, he's just Erdrich. Well, see, what I was going to say is that would have been interesting if his original name had been Erdrich and then he was just called, like, you know, whatever name you named him by the people in Cobblestone when he showed up because they didn't know his actual name. I'm like, oh, it don't make sense. And then they immediately shot that down with the queen correcting him. Yeah. And so. So then once again, you get to hold the baby briefly and then it does another uh, jump forward in time on you.
1: And the next jump forward in time, you're at a party.
0: And it's your birthday party.
1: Yeah, unbeknownst to you at the time, it is your birthday party. And everybody is there that you had kind of helped
0: before. At, so, at first, because well, at first I thought it was building up to, you know, like the, the, the moment of the disaster or whatever. And because he's like, where is everybody? And I'm like, oh, God, the whole cast is bait. like, are they out there fighting monsters or whatever? Is that where this is going? And he's going to have to see that. No, it's just literally some random birthday party.
1: <laughs> that The child luminary is there.
0: Yes, and he um, Rab quickly establishes that basically this is an alternate fantasy where there had never been a disaster and everything just happens great.
1: Yes, and, and I believe this is actually the last flash. It is, yes. And uh, so you're walking around the party and I talk to the Sultan and he's like, dude, I did what you said. I did the whole rain thing and it worked out perfectly. It was awesome. I love you. That's fantastic. And then... The luck guy told me that he, basically, everybody, like, it rained and everybody got a really bad fever. And he was like, oh, I basically won by default. I got to the semifinals and I didn't even have to fight. (laughs) That's fantastic. Did your bear win?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's just, like, standing there, like, doing some big bear flexes and stuff. And everybody's clapping for him and it was beautiful.
1: Ah. Well, did he actually win?
0: I believe so, yeah. My guy got to the semifinals and didn't even have to fight, so... I think I assume whoever you pick would have won because you're the perfect king who never makes any mistakes. well, he didn't win. he got to the semifinals oh I, I thought you, think said, he won, I thought you were saying he oh, I thought you were saying he won
1: one I don't think he won. I think he said he got to the semifinals, didn't have to fight, and he didn't say anything else after that oh i don't I didn't see like a championship belt or anything either, so I don't know if he won or not.
0: We'll just assume he won just for the sake of let's let's give this guy some credit
1: did the king uh, did the Sultan tell you? Because I think he actually refers to him as the Sultan in this, in this if I remember
0: right. Doesn't I think it? maybe. Yeah, I think that, that sounds right, yeah. But no, yeah, they told me about, you know, everybody there was so grateful about how we wouldn't even be alive if not for you by sharing some of your grain and stuff. And that's where I was like, all right. But obviously, I assume no matter what you pick, it's going to work out perfectly because it's a fantasy.
1: Well, it went perfect. And, and I think mine was a better option anyway because that gives them the tools to survive in the future. <laughs> Giving them food. We are all familiar with that old adage. Uh, Okay. Teaching them food is the correct answer.
0: (laughs) Teaching them rain dance. (laughs) In retrospect, I really wish I had picked the ice cream one just to see how that conversation would have gone.
1: Well, everyone would have been happy. They would have become a tourist trap because everyone's like, ice cream? I've never heard of this delight before. And... uh. So then you're about to, you, you, you cut the cake and the luminary kind of falls over and kind of hurts himself.
0: And this is what triggers the flashback for, or the memories in Rab's head of seeing the luminary at the end of Act 1 sprawled on the ground being, you know, having just been defeated by Mortigan. And
1: then he realizes, no, this is all a dream. This is fake. This is happiness. This is what I want. But this isn't what. What happened. What happened. And he's, he, kinda, he starts to snap himself out of it. And then you have the option to essentially
0: leave the party. And when you leave the party, that's just leaving the fantasy in general. Right, you, you go confront his bunny girl fantasy and she asks you if you really want to leave and leave this all behind. And then you know when you inevitably say yes, because just like anything else, you can't not say yes or you won't go anywhere. And mm-hmm. he returns to reality and it's apparently all a, it was all a test.
1: Yes, you're you're surrounded by this darkness and you're at a uh like, temple looking temple of some sorts, and then he realizes I went to go train with Grandmaster Pong Pang Pong, pa- pa- I think it was Pang, it.
0: something yeah. like that, yeah. And basically she was testing him to see if he really had what it took to learn whatever ancient forbidden secret she has. Exactly. And then you get the one and only fight of this where you have to fight her.
1: Yes her and then she summons her
0: uh dog creature and then of course after you with this fight which honestly I feel like that was the hardest fight of any of the things that happened in any of these character stories
1: the the it was definitely difficult on me that fight and I was wondering how difficult it was for you because I was thinking to myself
0: I'm like 45 and this was hard for me I got through it but I definitely there were definitely times like I had to more than anything, I almost ran out of mana.
1: Yeah, I had to keep healing myself. I, I did yeah, exactly, have a spell, here. though, that gave me 55 health every single round, so that definitely helped. I didn't have to heal as often as what I needed to because I cast that once.
0: And, and it did help that it was that like her ultimate move was super telegraphed because she charges up for two turns. Well, and I didn't even focus on her dog creature at all. No, me either. I was like, I'll finish her off and then I'll deal with the dog, but then as soon as you finish her off, the fight's over.
1: I kind of thought that was going to happen anyway. So I was focusing 100% of my attention on her. Yeah. I mean, I, I did try to hit her with-
0: anyway. but. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, after you win the fight, he has to be a creep again to talk about how good she looked as a bunny girl. I'm like, dude, stop, please.
1: Well, and then she goes, he he's like, I don't understand where you got that look from. And she goes, I was young once. I was like, whoa. <laughs> and Rab was like,
0: whoa. <laughs> and i was like she looks pretty good for however old she is so well at this point she's got that mystical power sustaining her obviously because she's clearly some super wizard because she's grandmaster
1: oh yeah grandmaster like and the thing is she wasn't even mentioned at all before this yeah
0: like no idea (laughs) i'm like cool i it's great to see a new character yeah like absolutely nothing about her ever came up as far as i could tell and more importantly, I think it's great to have a new character that actually, is... Actually, actually, is she that lady that you couldn't talk to that was in the room and was, like, upset up back in um, Hotto? No. No? Okay. that's the I was like, that's the only person I could think of if, if she got mentioned anywhere.
1: I'm far enough in the story, no. Okay. She's, she's not that person. But I like where you're thinking of because that's what I originally thought too. But I'm far enough in the story that I know who she is. You just... We, we would not have met her yet. Okay. But... I, it is cool that for once you actually see a super cool, awesome lady who is just super st-
0: cool and awesome.
1: But even then, they still
0: can't resist making a comment about her appearance.
1: I know. Which, I mean, on some level, I'm just
0: as bad because I did the exact same thing, too. But But it would be nice to just have a cool character who could just be cool and not have to get like that. Here's the thing, though.
1: Every single t- if if you don't think that I am not also objectifying Hendrick and well not necessarily <laughs> Eric because he looks like a disheveled thief, but like when Hendrick shows up and he's got his like mad muscles and everything like that and he's talking all burly and everything, it's like, oh dude, Hendrick, what is up, bro? Do you wanna join the party? Come on. I know you want to join the party. I mean that's I just mention everybody in this game looks phenomenal. Everyone. If you're a main character in this game with the exception of Morgan and the
0: monsters, you look good. And even some of the monsters I'm not gonna say are attractive, but they look adorable. Like again, like the slimes and stuff.
1: Well, I gotta take that back because Rab no. Uh <laughs> Rab is definitely not my type. Well he's the but he's the obligatory old man. Yes. You know, he's not. What I want for him. Out of this training, if he looks like Master Roshi does when he kicks off a Kamehameha, then I'll be happy. If he suddenly comes out of this training and he's like this muscly, burly dude, I'm going to be like, like,
0: sweet. He just like rips open his like uh, tunic or whatever, and he's actually like super ripped. And you're like, what does Rab need strength for? I'm like, buddy, it's coming up. He needs it right now. If that happened, I will take back everything I said about what does Rav need strength for. <laughs> now that we've gotten through with the character stories, that's going to be a good place to wrap up this episode of Video Games Cover to Cover. So next week, we'll be going back into um, what, would have, what would be the very beginning of Act 2 for you if you aren't playing the Definitive Edition, where we'll be returning to the Luminary. But for now, that's going to do it. As always, you can find us on Twitter, or via our email or our Discord channel. And the links to all that will be included in the episode description.
1: I, um, I I don't know if I'm the Luminary anymore. I I hate Waka.